Welcome to Unstoppable Female Entrepreneurs, where business expert and success coach Kelsey Matheson teaches you how to massively grow your business, navigate the mind drama that's holding you back, make more money, and acquire the skills and confidence to become unstoppable. Hello, business owners. I am Kelsey Matheson, and you are listening to Unstoppable Female Entrepreneurs, and this is episode number 55. Let's talk about shit hitting the fan, shall we? (laughs) You know, curveballs, wrenches being thrown into your plans, things going sideways, you know, when all hell breaks loose, and when the bottom drops out, and when things go south. You know what I'm talking about. You've been there. Well, I shared with you last week that we were given notice that we have to move again because they're selling this unit. And look, we're looking into buying it. Basically, we're still in the middle of dealing with all of that. But then last Wednesday, I was having a meeting with my marketing manager, Shelby, and we were discussing this new ad campaign that we were literally about to launch that day. And One of the campaigns is for my free training called The Five Keys to Breaking the 10K Code, which is actually available. You can link to that free training in the show notes. And another campaign was for my mastermind for wellness entrepreneurs. And there's also a link to that in the show notes if you're interested in learning more about my coaching program for wellness entrepreneurs. But I log on to my ad manager account during this meeting with Shelby, and I see this ad And this ad has the same title as another ad that's running. So there were three ads currently running before we were going to launch these other two campaigns. And so I see this ad and it has the same name as one of my other ads. But the picture is strange. It's not a picture that I've chosen. I know I didn't create this ad. So I said, hey, Shelby, what's this? And I take a screenshot and I send it to her. And she's like, uh, let me take a look. And then I hear her say, oh my gosh, this is a $4,000 per day ad spend, $4,000 per day. And I was like, what? She said, I can't remember exactly the name of the business, but she said something like SciTech or something like that. And she's like, that's not you. She's like, what's going on? I'm like, I don't know what's going on. So she immediately stopped the ad and she said, I'm going to hang up on you. I'm going to jump off the call. I'm going to contact my tech guy right now. So she hung up. And I was like, oh my gosh, what's going on? So after a very stressful hour, hour and a half of changing passwords, updating all accounts to two-factor authentication, going back and forth with Shelby and her tech specialist, trying to track down how I was hacked, trying to figure out how much money I had spent on this ad that wasn't mine, and just praying that I didn't owe thousands of dollars, you know, after being hacked. So I was highly agitated. I was very upset. My stress levels were through the roof. I'm sure my blood pressure was high. (laughs) My cheeks were flushed. And it was a crazy couple of hours. So here's the thing. If you are listening to this, please, please, please make sure you have two-factor authentication set up on your emails, set up on your social accounts, your PayPal. I mean, basically every account you have, just please enable two-factor authentication And if you're listening to this today, there's a reason you need to hear that. And I don't want you to experience what I did last week. So here's the update. I did end up owing and being charged around $200 for that particular ad that was not mine uh, before we shut it down. And I have not been able to get a hold of Facebook in any real way to appeal or report anything. And I doubt I'll ever get that money back. And now (laughs) I found out this morning 
that my Facebook ad account has been permanently disabled. Yes, permanently. I can no longer run ads from that account. So here I am, or here I was. I was, for the last few weeks, we've been planning this launch, right? I've been writing ad copy. Shelby had her writers, uh, you know, writing ad copy, and then I would tweak it. I was recording videos. Shelby had her team editing videos and testimonials. We were talking about the ad sets and how many ads per program and what the visuals were going to be and, and all that. And basically... We were about to launch, which was one of the reasons why we were having that meeting. And so I logged onto my account and I saw this ad that was not mine. And then all hell broke loose. And now I can't launch any ads from my account. So I was like, WTF universe, like seriously. (laughs) I'm like, you're going to throw this at me now? And uh, yeah, boy, I went through a minute of being really pissed and uh, feeling like a total victim, right? And look, back in my 20s and early 30s, I've been broken into before when I lived in Toronto. And I have to say, I felt just as violated with this Facebook ad situation as I did when my two different apartments were broken into in Toronto. And I know that might sound a bit strange, and truthfully, it sounds a little strange to say it, but I felt very violated. Like I felt out of control, like I had no control. I felt taken advantage of. I felt very helpless because trying to communicate with Facebook is impossible. And I still don't really understand how to contact them to get my money back or report it properly. Like there's no channel in place that I can see or have been able to find or understand. So it's it's frustrating and it's upsetting. And if you know how I can report this to Facebook, can you please get in touch with me? Kelsey at KelseyMatheson.com. Please let me know. But look, I'm not going to worry about the $200. I'm just grateful that it wasn't more than that. And my real focus just it needs to be on figuring out how to open a new account, which I think will just consist of starting a new business account and then launching the ads from there. I'm not sure yet. We're still looking into that as well. But this was such a huge reminder that life is 50-50. 50% negative, 50% positive. And I think that there's an art to navigating life when things feel bad or negative, when you're dealing with the 50% that's negative. Because intellectually, I know and I understand that life isn't always going to be butterflies and rainbows. I know that. I know there's going to be challenges. I know there's going to be times when we feel sad or things are hard and they're unfair. I know that. But when you're smack dab in the middle of shit hitting the fan, you can't help but want it to stop. You want it to be fixed. Your brain is like, no, 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 no. Thank you. Can we please go back to rainbows and butterflies? (laughs) Right? Life is really about having a balance of experiencing positive and negative emotions. Right? That's what life is about. We're here to grow. We're here on this planet to evolve and learn. And you can't do that without both the good and the bad or without experiencing challenges and also experiencing flow. You know, it's the yin and the yang. And I think the art of navigating all of that comes down to wanting to feel all of those emotions, like really wanting to feel all the emotions, right? Like knowing when you feel bad that you are feeling what it's like to be alive. Because I think it's easier for us to feel alive when we're happy and joyful and excited and over the moon right? I even looked up quotes about feeling alive. And what came up was, loving you makes me feel alive. (laughs) Like, yeah, that's a little corny. But 
That's what came up. Happiness, the feeling of being alive. That was, you know, happiness equated to being alive. And then another one was everything that makes you feel alive is worth dedicating time to. Well, okay, but what if feeling alive isn't just about the positive emotions? What if feeling alive is embracing the joyous feelings just as much as embracing the crappy ones? So at the end of your day, you can look back and say, okay, well, what were the negative emotions that I experienced today? And what were the positive ones? So when my family has our family dinners, and now that my husband is, he's away shooting a television series in Halifax, we do it over FaceTime. So he FaceTimes us while you know, my daughter and I are sitting and eating. And we try to plan our mealtimes around the same time. Sometimes it works, sometimes it, it doesn't. But I mean, we're always we're FaceTiming every day. But when we, we sit down for family dinners, whether we're all in person or we're, we're FaceTiming, we used to do this thing and we try to do it, we still try to do it now, but we share our happy moments sad moments, frustrating moments, whatever moments, but it's like, let's do our happy moments. And it's fun. It's fun to do as a family. Although my 12-year-old, soon to be 13-year-old, is more prone to eye rolls about this discussion nowadays. (laughs) But you know, (laughs) that's where she's at right now. And sometimes she'll play along, but it's something that we've done as a family for years. Let's do happy moments, we call them. What are your happy moments for today? And then we'll talk about our happy moments, but we'll also talk about our frustrating moments and our sad moments or moments that made me laugh or made us laugh or maybe moments that had us confused. And this is something that you can do as well. For example, you could journal, right? I know some of you are super committed to a gratitude journal. You could be grateful for all the positive emotions that you experience, but you can also be grateful for the negative ones you had as well, right? It's all about getting your brain used to acknowledging and accepting the good and the bad. Life is 50-50. So since life is 50-50, we want to embrace the negative just as much as we embrace the positive. Because if we keep trying to avoid or resist the negative stuff, then we're just going to find ourselves staying stuck. When you give yourself permission to feel the negative emotions that are surfacing, you are processing stuck energy. You are processing emotion that needs to be seen and felt. And that emotion is surfacing for that very reason. But if you keep pushing it down and you keep ignoring it and you don't allow yourself to process it, then it will stay stuck. And so will you. Feeling what needs to be felt and processing All of that emotion that's coming up for you is very powerful. And it's a transformational form of healing. And it will unblock you. It will clear blocks that are keeping you stuck. It's so powerful. I've seen it time and time again. We're not taught how to feel the crappy stuff. We're not taught how to sit in our shit. (laughs) We're not taught how to just be and allow and accept the negative emotions to surface. We're not taught that our trauma is stored as energy in our bodies. No, we're taught to suck it up, to keep going, to pull up your socks, to push ahead, right? The crazy thing is that you won't be able to quote unquote push ahead if you don't bring awareness, acknowledgement, and acceptance to this stuck energy, to the hard stuff that surfaces when things don't go your way. When you get triggered, stuff will surface and it surfaces for the purpose of being seen right? The three A's. I've talked about it in this podcast before. Awareness, acknowledgement, and acceptance. 
I mean, that's the art of processing the 50% part of life that's hard and challenging and frustrating and feels like BS. It felt like total BS that after six years of living in New York, we finally found a place that we absolutely love and one year later we're told we have to move. It was BS. It felt like total BS that after we worked so hard on these ad campaigns that right at the time we were gonna launch, my account gets totally compromised and I'm permanently disabled. WTF universe, WTF. (laughs) So the past couple of weeks, I had to sit in my shit. I had to sit in the feelings that all of this was triggering. So all these emotions were coming to the surface with the whole intention of being seen. And I'm gonna tell you, it's not easy because that part of your brain does not want you to sit in that discomfort, does not want you to be with those painful emotions. That's why it's an art, right? It's something you have to practice. It's something you have to look at and learn from and try again. It's a lifelong practice because life will always be 50-50. However, the more you can process, the more you will evolve and transform your life. And that's what's so great about this work. And I help my clients with this all the time. Life is 50-50 as an entrepreneur. Shit is going to hit the fan all the time. I mean, that's kind of what entrepreneurship is all about. (laughs) I mean, I'm just speaking the truth here, especially when you just start your business, especially in the beginning. It's not easy. And your brain is working against you all the time, right? Mindset, mindset, mindset. That is episode number one. So if you've just found this podcast and you haven't listened to number one, go back and listen to episode number one. There is a lot of failure involved in entrepreneurship because the failure is what leads to success. And there are times when things come at you totally out of left field, like my ad management account getting hacked, and now it's permanently disabled. Never saw that coming, especially on the day that we were going to launch these new campaigns. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So all of that happening was painful right? It was uncomfortable. I did not enjoy the stress and my heart racing and my cheeks getting flushed and the worry about how much money that was spent. And do they have access to my PayPal or do they have access to my banking information? I did not like it. And I could tell that when I called my husband to let him know what was going on, that I was on the road to indulging in it, right? So sometimes that happens too, is we can stay stuck by indulging in these emotions and we can indulge in emotions of overwhelm. We can indulge in feeling in being in a victim mentality. And I was starting to indulge in the woe is me. Why do things never work out for me? <laughs> that my friends is a Kelsey special. Why do things never work out for me? When I'm starting to think that thought, that's when I know I'm neck deep in victim mentality. Because, I mean, really, it's ridiculous. I could write you a list that would go on for days of all the things that have worked out for me, things I have fully manifested, things I have worked really hard for, things I've created for myself, things that just worked out and there really was no rhyme or reason. But when this sort of thing happens in my business, especially, and I feel sideswiped, oh my gosh, I go into why do things never work out for me? (laughs) Why? Why do things never work out for me? (laughs) Our brains are so silly. But there I was, and I was starting to indulge in that victim mentality. And as you know, just as well as I do, that is not going to serve anyone. So when you start feeling the negative feelings, and you start feeling triggered, and you want to escape from them, because that's what you're going to want to do. You're going to want to escape from them. You're going to want to ignore them. You're going to want to numb them with food or work or wine or social media 
or shopping, when you start to feel the negative feelings, I want you to catch yourself. Because when you can learn to catch yourself and consciously just sit in the discomfort with acceptance that, okay, this is 50% of the deal, then your life will transform. It's an art. It's going to be different for everyone. And it does rely on your intuition and your experience. But when you feel the negative emotions, breathe into them. Grab your journal. Write down what you're experiencing. What does this remind you of? When have you felt this way before? Are there any memories that surface for you when you feel into these emotions that are surfacing? Get to know the pain or the discomfort. Don't judge it. Embrace it. When you get a no on your next consultation call, Embrace the feelings that it triggers. When you don't get as many people signing up to your program as you'd hoped for, feel into whatever emotions are surfacing for you. When you go live and you feel like you're totally being ignored, don't judge it. Breathe into the discomfort. This is your life 50% of the time. So the best thing that we can do for ourselves as entrepreneurs is become a master at processing our negative emotions, being with them. And look, guaranteed, there are going to be times when you feel you're not good enough, smart enough, talented enough, old enough, young enough, experienced enough, all the things that will 100% happen for the rest of your life. Doesn't it make sense to embrace those moments, to embrace them with the understanding that by doing so, it will actually help your growth as a human being, as a business owner, a partner, a mom, a wife, a friend, a daughter, knowing that that is on the other side kind of makes the discomfort worthy of your attention, right? Because here's the thing. When we stifle our negative emotions, we ignore them, we numb them, we try to pretend they don't exist, they're not going anywhere. They don't disappear. They continue to be stored in our body. They sit and they fester and they wait for you to get triggered again so that they once again can come to the surface with hopes that they'll be seen and acknowledged and processed properly so they can stop holding you back So they can stop keeping you stuck and they can help to propel you forward. But what typically happens is when they get triggered, we ignore them. We push them down. We numb them. We escape them all over again so they stay stuck. And then we stay stuck. And the cycle continues over and over and over again. And that is not going to help us build our businesses, ladies, not one bit especially because if you do use wine or shopping or social media or eating to suppress those negative feelings and numb yourself, well, now you're also dealing with the negative impact that that has on your life as well. The negative impact of overdrinking, the negative impact of overeating or of emotional shopping. So the question I have for you this week, my friends, is this. When the negative emotions start to surface, ask yourself, how can I properly process this emotion. Ask yourself, how can I properly process this feeling? And I've already given you a few ideas. You can journal, you can breathe into it, you can do a body scan and see where does this emotion live in your body. You can simply be with it and be with the discomfort with no other intention, but just be with it. And it takes practice. I'm not saying it's always going to be easy, but that's why I work with my coaches. And that's also why my clients work with me. Today, I was working with one of my one-on-one clients and she came to me with something that she wanted to work on and specifically asked me to do some energy work with her, which you know, it was really interesting. 
because I just knew it. Right before our call, I got a very strong sense that that's what we were going to spend our session doing. Because normally with this particular client, it's about strategy and goals and where we're at and what are the next steps. But about 15 minutes before our session today, my intuition, my spidey senses were tingling and I thought, oh, I have this gut feeling that we're going to do some energy work today. I love it when that happens, you know, our intuition. It's a, it's a powerful tool. It's a powerful business tool. And if this is something that you need help with, then contact me and let's jump on a call. As of right now, as I'm taping this episode, I have one one-on-one coaching spot available. So if you are ready to grow your business and receive the support that you need to process all the stuff that comes up as you grow your business, then reach out to me. I would love to work with you and help you to achieve all of your greatest dreams. All right, that is what I have for you, my friends. Have an amazing week. And I look forward to connecting with you next time. Ciao for now. Hey, if you are ready to grow your business, serve more people and make more money, then I'd like to invite you to join my mastermind for female wellness entrepreneurs. If you are a life coach, a yoga teacher, retreat leader, fitness expert, massage therapist, or healer, join this amazing group of women who are working towards becoming unstoppable as they grow their businesses. You will learn what it takes to start making at least $10,000 per month consistently. Just head over to KelseyMatheson.com, click on work with me at the top of the homepage and sign up to the mastermind for wellness entrepreneurs. Let's start working together to grow your business. I'll see you inside. Also, if you enjoyed what you heard today, please share this with another female entrepreneur who might need some love and support. And of course, if you haven't already, I would be so grateful if you subscribe, rate and review my show on your favorite podcast player. Thank you so much for listening and I look forward to connecting with you next week.